to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Today, we are talking about Hey Bulldog by the Beatles. An obscure track most people probably don't know, um, but it has gained a lot of uh, momentum recently, in, you know, in the last 10 or 15 years probably, as a classic Beatles rocker. And I implore you to make sure you listen. If you have avoided this track or you have never even heard of it, go check it out. It was released January 13th, 1969 on the Yellow Submarine soundtrack. And this is what makes it obscure because it was on the soundtrack, but it was initially cut from the American pressing of the film. So Americans... Never saw this song in the movie, you know, for 25, 30 years until 1999 when it was uh, remastered and released on DVD. America had never seen this, this section of the movie. It's on the Yellow Submarine soundtrack, which is uh, the B-side is comprised of George Martin's orchestrations for the movie and the a side has two songs that we've already heard it's got yellow submarine which is already on revolver it's got all you need is love which is on magical mystery tour what does that leave us it leaves us with hey bulldog all together now kind of a, a, a extreme lightweight song only a northern song which is a, a sergeant pepper reject and it's all too much so what's that four tunes there's not a lot of new material on this album. So I would imagine a ton of people just never even bothered buying Yellow Submarine. The only two songs on there you know you already owned on Revolver and Magical Mystery Tour. So the song lives in obscurity for years and years and years. It was actually recorded uh, while the Beatles were filming a promotional spot for the Lady Madonna song. So they're planning on going to India for several months because back in those days, you couldn't go three months without releasing something, uh, which is just crazy to think about by today's standards. Um, They decided they were going to make a video for Lady Madonna, which would get released while they were in India. So in that video, instead of just making a video or fake performance of Lady Madonna, they just had let the cameras roll while they recorded a whole new piece of music. And so that was the uh, Lady Madonna video. And it kind of worked because both of these songs are piano-based songs. They both have these little guitar riffs in them. So it, it works. Flash forward to 1999. They're redoing the yellow submarine film for DVD. It's getting a remaster. They did, they re they did a remix for the song track, which includes all the music that's in the film. And then they piece together. They re edit the footage from the lady Madonna video, but make it into a video for Hey Bulldog, because now they can sync up the parts, right? You can see George playing the guitar part and sync it up with the music. So now you have, Instead of just a generic video for Lady Madonna, you've actually got a video for the recording of Hey Bulldog. And I think it's because of this. There was some uh, 
there was some press coverage of this video. I remember it being like on Good Morning America or something. They were talking about premiering this new video. And it's very rare that you have footage of the Beatles in the studio actually recording a song. And here we have it. So I think partially because of that, it, it gave the song some some new legs that it didn't have. Now it's part of the movie again. Americans who have watched the, the movie since the 1999 remaster have seen the segment. We've seen the video. Uh, we've heard the song on the song track now. It was featured slightly in the Cirque du Soleil show, actually as a part of the Lady Madonna segment. So it has some new legs. And uh, it's a great little rocker. The words are meaningless. This is another John Lennon uh, uh, song structure like we talked about with Dig a Pony, where the words really don't mean anything. But they work in the spirit of the song, and the groove and all that kind of stuff lends itself to these nonsensical words. And what's also cool about you can tell the Beatles are having fun in the studio with this. And I've always maintained that there is no Beatles sound. People always talk about, oh, well, this band sounds like the Beatles and this band sounds like the Beatles. And then you ask them to define the Beatles sound. And there really isn't a Beatles sound because I want to hold your hand doesn't sound anything like Tomorrow Never Knows, which doesn't sound anything like Hey Bulldog, which doesn't sound anything like Get Back right? They evolved. Every, there are so many different eras within their seven-year recording period. That said, Hey Bulldog kind of does define the Beatles sound. If you were to uh, make a pastiche of the Beatles, especially, you know, post-Sgt. Pepper Beatles, you're going to have, you're going to make a recording that has studio chatter in the background and and you know hollering and yelling and stuff in the background you're gonna do one that's got some crazy complicated ringo line you're gonna do one that's got a a, a funky bass line at the forefront and you're probably gonna do one that's got a screaming george harrison solo well that's this is this song and and what's cool about this tune also is that it is genuinely a beatles song that could be reproduced live in an era where they weren't doing a lot of songs that could be reproduced live. You've got John on vocals, piano, uh, and, a, and a bit of guitar. I think he's probably joining in on the main guitar riff at the at, on the fade out because you can hear two guitars doing that. You've got Paul, harmony vocals, bass, some tambourine. You got George, lead guitar. You got Ringo, drums. So at the very basic, John doesn't need to play the guitar. Paul doesn't need to play the tambourine. You, you've got John on piano, Paul on bass, George on guitar, Ringo on drums. You could have done this live. And it would have sounded the exact same. So you kind of get the feeling from watching the video, from the way the song sounds on the final recording, you get the feeling that they were just doing this live in studio and just were having a good time and rocking it. And, and there have been several accounts since the release of this song that talk about it being a real fun, joyful, uh, recording session. And it shows George's guitar solo on this, one of my top 
favorite George solos of uh, the Beatles era. Ringo's drumming on it uh, sounds cool initially, but I'm actually working with a drum student right now who's learning this song. We're working through a book of Beatles um, drum transcriptions. And this song, the drum work is actually really cool because you, you don't really notice it because of the way Ringo tunes his drums. But he does a lot of interplay with between his toms and his bass drum. And the reason I say you don't really notice it is because the difference between his floor tom and his bass drum uh, pitch-wise is very minimal. There's not a lot of distinction there. And so he's doing a lot of this stuff where he's kind of got this Gene Krupa sing, sing, sing tom fill, and then he's filling that fill with the bass drum, where he's doing eighth notes on the bass drum. And uh, so it's a cool little groove that mimics the piano riff uh, throughout the whole song. And then Paul's bass, this is a quintessential Paul bass line. It is grooving, it is bouncing, it is inventive, it doesn't repeat itself, it's a new bass line for every verse. Uh, This is what you want to hear when you're thinking about Paul as essentially a lead bassist in the style of James Jamerson or uh, uh, Jack Bruce from Cream or uh, Entwistle from The Who. This is quintessential lead bass playing. And it fits the song perfectly. They did the remix in 99. Um, in general, I like the remixes of all the songs on, on the Yellow Submarine song track. I'm not crazy about the one for Hey Bulldog. I think the stereo separation is still too wide. I'm really hoping that along the lines of these remixes that we're getting from Giles Martin with... Uh, Pepper, White Album, Abbey Road, that eventually they get to these kind of obscure things. The four original songs on Yellow Submarine, you know, uh, the B-side tracks from Past Masters, those kind of things, I hope get the remix treatment that they deserve. Because this song, uh, I think with a better final mix is just a killer all the way through. It's interesting. The song does not mention a bulldog through the whole bulk of the lyrics until the fade out. And if you read the Wikipedia page, uh, it attributes the barking to Paul had played drums uh, on a, 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 a Paul Jones record called The Dog Presides. And he played drums on it, and there's barking on that song. And the Wikipedia page suggests that Paul uh, was inspired by that and just kind of randomly did it in the studio. And then John immediately, instead of saying Bullfrog, which is actually mentioned in the song, uh, changes it to Bulldog on a Whim. There's this banter. Some of it is not really understood what it even is, but there's this banter that goes back and forth and then they come back and they harmonize it. And now that's the name of the song. That was all improvised, which is cool. And it's neat that it, that it lasted and all that. I don't buy that Paul was particularly inspired by this Paul Jones song though, because if you listen to the anthology and I am 
sorry, but I couldn't remember exactly which track it was. And I don't have time to listen to three volumes of the anthology records. But there are other instances of Paul barking on Beatles recordings. So I think that was just something he did in the studio from time to time for whatever reason. But uh, I think that is a uh, something that is kind of a running gag or a joke within the Beatles that just happened to fit this and John went with it and it was just a happy, you know, thing that happened. Whatever the case is, that one little bark that he did informed the whole song, changed the title from Hey Bullfrog to Hey Bulldog, and the rest is history. Um, real quick on the riff. The riff is simple, and it's very cool, but it is nothing more than a blues scale. All right? The blues scale is um, whatever note you're starting on, that's your, your first note. Then you go up a flat third above that, a fourth, a flat five, a five, and then a flat seven. So there's your blues scale. All right, so it's got a flat three, a flat five, and a flat seven included in it. So that's what gives it the bluesy feel because you would play it over the major chord. And you can play these minor notes over a major scale. It sounds bluesy. All John did on the piano is play the blues scale, right? Listen. One, flat three, one, four, one, flat five to five. That's all it is. It's just a blues scale. Uh, and it's a good riff to practice if you're trying to learn the blues scale and master it. Just play Hey Bulldog in every key. There have been a bunch of cool covers of it. There's a, a English pianist by the name of Patty Milner who I discovered because someone um, referred me to his cover of this song. And he's a phenomenal piano player and a really puts out some really great music, but there have been tons of covers of it. Uh, recently, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters and Jeff Lynn from electric light orchestra performed it live and it rocks as much as you'd expect it to rock. Um, so the song is, you know, 40 years later getting its, uh, its credit and it's due. And I think that's great. It's the ringtone of my, my phone. I love this tune. And I hope that you guys go listen to it. You can follow the Spotify playlist um, that I've set up. There's a link to it on Hero Habits page, um, but you can just search it out looking for Hero Habit on uh, Spotify. And this song will be on it. So if you haven't heard it or you haven't listened to it lately, go give it a listen um, because it's it's a good rocker. It's a good one to crank loud. All right. Tomorrow, we're back to the kinks, and we are talking about Cockney rhyming slang, and that probably gave it away to most people. All right, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. As always, hit me up, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com, or call me, 925-494-1739. All right, have a great day. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. 
Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.